gentlemen, my life is over, but that's okay because Stu has joined me to rake over the graveyard coals of ash and dust and despair and also Jon Snow's buttocks. But more on that in a moment. Stuart Late. Natalie Bohensky. Welcome back to the country. And by w- welcome, I mean You're welcome me Welcome back. you back. Yes, absolutely. I will welcome you back to the country. I'm still slightly jet lagged. So <laughs> I'm just, getting that, yes. I feel like I should be over it by now. I'm kind of not. But I wanted to record while everything was still fresh. Although totally. I re-watched the episode last night for this podcast so I would be more fresh. Because let me tell you, Stu. Yes. I don't remember anything about that night. <laughs> That's not strictly true. I just know that I have been very advantaged in my recaps by living in a time zone yes. where the show doesn't end at a quarter past ten. That's right. On and a Sunday night. Yeah. And I have to work the next... Do you know what I mean? I like, know exactly what you mean. I actually don't know how I would recap in when, America. So, so again, I think you've said, you said it on the last little interim podcast, but how long were you up doing that recap? Look, from what I can tell... <laughs> from what you can tell, what would you piece together I, from piece together the archaeological from, evidence? From the grainy, blurry images. <laughs> You've got like a hangover style, retrace your steps. I think I finished writing around 6.30 in the morning. So I started writing wow. about just after 10... Because we were actually chatting to a few people. There was a very nice Polish chap in the bar where we watched the right. show. And uh, he chatted to us for a bit afterwards, a couple of other people. And then I said, I'm really sorry. I have to go recap. So I definitely was writing by 11. Sure. And then about 6.30 the next morning, I think I finished. But then I was uploading and... So that's seven so and a half hours. Seven. Is that usual for you? I would, yeah. I, normally the recap process would take six to seven hours. Generally, right. I include the hour it takes to watch the episode in that. Yes. But this season's been a bit different. We've had a couple of different things happen. I've, um, but yeah, normally it would take me, and, and it would, it did take me a bit longer because I was tired. So just yeah. things were slower. The thing that happened that was amazing yeah. was the song. So the Taylor Swift <laughs> song that I did. Which I, which I have actually heard now. When you brought that out, I had not heard that new so Taylor Swift song. It seems like everyone was the yes. same as you. <laughs> because I was so effing proud of that. I was like, so this, proud. It scans, it fits perfectly, it, it, it's the it, same rhyme it scheme. It fits the best of any of the songs that I've done. <laughs> it fits the best. It matches the tone of the song, which is like this... You know, t- yeah. perfect Taylor Swift kind of vengeance number. Totally. Matches the, what I was feeling so much. <laughs> I got the scans in. I got the, you know, I, you know, you rose up from the dead. I, I was so happy with it. Mm-hmm. Like, just thrilled. I can't yeah, tell you. Absolutely. And then all the comments were people going, I don't know that song. Is that it? What is that song? And I'm like, oh my God. You were, you were I, too current. I was too current. Because... <laughs> I mean, I had I had made a joke in the previous week's recap about Taylor mm. Swift and saying, I hope she releases something new soon. My references are dated. <laughs> and I did that on, on a after seeing all this rumour that she was going to release something. Yes. So I was kind of hoping that it might that joke That's might it. pay sort off. That's it, throwing it forward. Yeah, Throwing absolutely. it forward. And so when the song, and I listened to the song as soon as it came out, and yeah. I was a bit like, wow, this is kind of different. And then I kept singing it. And so when it, it came to me, I was like, look what Jon Snow made me do. And I was like, oh... This is perfect. I'm going to be so on trend. For once in my life, Stu, I'm going to be on trend. Yeah. So many people are like, no. And, you were, and it turns out that's not what I your even, fans are after. I even linked to the video so people could go watch it. 
please go. Please people are still people are still saying, "Oh my god!" Like what? People, what? just please, someone go and watch it and look up the lyrics and see. I even wrote like she does one the, the bridge. She just repeats the same two lines. I made them different and funny. Yes, and. I was I was so happy with myself, Stu. I'll bet you. It was were. about two a.m. and you I, should be happy with yourself. That was then, very good. But then I was because like Ice Ice Dragon, which I'd done the previous week, yes. took me forever. I know. And so I was really worried that I wouldn't. I was like, I can't do a song if it's not going to come easily. So when that came easily, I was really thrilled. And then it totally, was everything yeah. else. And then I kept having this thing where I thought I'd finished, and then was like. Freaking, I forgot the Theon bit. Damn it, I have to go back and do the Theon bit. And, and I had a few of those. I was like, damn it. That's all right. It's just Theon Greyjoy. No it's, one cares. No, that's not true. <laughs> I care about Theon now. I've changed. I but, do not. So anyway. it, it is a bit of a blur. Yep. And then what happened was I went to sleep about seven-ish or something like that. Mm. Woke up around 10, 30, 11. Yep. Chatted a bit with, with Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast. Hi there, Greg. <laughs> he went out and I yep. said, look, I'll meet you. We were meeting Sarah, my new friend, Sarah, in New York. Found me through these recaps. Oh, fantastic. Can I just say, she lives in the most amazing apartment in Tribeca. <laughs> amazing. Like, like, ama- like ama- she's got views of the Empire State Building, the Brooklyn Bridge, the, the Freedom Tower, um, the High Is she line. like... Heir to an oil empire or something? No, or like, she just what? has. She's like a human resources consultant. Okay, right. Who is a freaking boss ass bitch? I'm just gonna say, <laughs> amazing. Because I was like, you are ticking some life goal boxes here. I'm living vicariously through Sarah, yep. Sarah now. But she found me through my recaps, and I'm like, oh my god, I now have a f- cool friend in New York. Nice. So we were meeting up with her for the first time to go walk the High Line in Chelsea, and I said, yeah. hey, great. How about you go out, and I'll just meet you later downtown. But then I couldn't get back to sleep. And then Sarah had to delay our meeting, so I rang Greg and said, "How about I come down and meet you at the 9/11 memorial, and we'll go do that." Yeah. So I mean, that was a day. That you was know, that's a got, day. You've got the Game of Thrones <laughs> finale, all of the emotions. You've got your that complicated that emotions. Yeah, that's you've right. You've got about three or four hours of sleep, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, solid. Yep. I was out. <laughs> And then you've got the 9-11 memorial, which is, is amazing. Now, <laughs> somewhere in there, did we record our podcast? Is that is that what happened in there? In, in... I think we recorded that night. No. When no, did... because you had just woken up. So it was late so at night was... for me. Okay. So it was late at night for you on a Tuesday? Uh, yes. So I, it was, there. It, therefore it was Tuesday morning US time. Right. Okay. So there was a so day So we between. hadn't recorded yet. Okay. Yeah. So we hadn't recorded yet, but I had gone out, uh... 9-11 Memorial. It's it's an amazing... I think they, I'm, they've I'm sure done a is, really yeah. beautiful, respectful job of it. We're you actually know. recording this on September 11th, so that's... Yeah, that's we are. It. Yeah. <laughs> we really are. This is... Wow. Okay. And, you know... It respect. is September 11th today, just to um, give you... There you go. Just a datus. It's, it's all linking together. So um, so that was quite heavy. And then we you know went out to the High Line met Sarah and that that was a really fantastic way to end the day we went to the Highline looks amazing it's so cool cool. and at one point we like walked past this area where they have sort of these raked wooden seats you know oh cool and there are all these cool New Yorkers (laughs) like young people in the early 20s whatever it was O week that week so it was just the start of people going back to college so you've got do they call it O week over there no they call it something else Um, orientation week or I don't know. There was a name for it. I saw signs right. with people going, it's, you know, fun week or whatever. <laughs> and anyway, so there are all these like impossibly hip 
20 something totally. New York kids yep. snapping photos of each other with their trendy cameras. Yep. It, it was like the most Instagram picture ever. So I took a photo of it and put it on Instagram. <laughs> you know, the fashion, like just impossibly groovy. Just and I so was like, cool. More cool than you or I will ever be in ever our entire be ever. lives. Yeah. And, and I, I was like, this is so peak New York. <laughs> like right here. Um, and uh, yeah, then we went to a diner and we had like a proper diner hmm. night dinner. So it was, a, it was a full on day. And then we went back home to sleep. And I got up early to record with you. So sure. when I spoke to you, Stu, did I sound at all, you know, copus mentis? Because uh, I feel like... You sounded excited, <laughs> um, which I think was coming through in that way. That was... Because <laughs> I haven't gone back and listened to that. I just kind of topped and tailed it and put it up there. Threw it up. So, okay. I've garbled enough, but I'm happy to talk more it about... It was a whole process. I, I, I'm just... I don't know how I would do Game of Thrones recap. I don't know how some of them do it. I did read somewhere that on BuzzFeed, I think they actually take their first stories from Australia. Because, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure that I read that somewhere that the girl who kind of spearheads their coverage, the right, BuzzFeed, okay. yeah. you know, will, a lot of those ones are the ones that go out first. And then I guess the next day, the American authors can get up and write their takes on it. Yeah, sure. Um, or they have deals where they just tell the journos, yep, write whatever and come in late because... Yeah. I, I, I don't know how. I would have to just go, right, all right, I'll write it tomorrow and it'll be up Monday night, US yeah. time. Well, I thing. guess I guess some people are... I mean, if you're just doing just... GIFs, yeah. GIFs <laughs> then yeah, that'll take you half an hour. But, That's true. you know, when you're trying to write the quality that I write, you know, the attention to detail... <clears throat> Certainly the quantity that you write. <laughs> Tony Martin once said... <laughs> Tony Martin once said... We go for quantity over quality yes. every time. Well, as and I've lived my life according <laughs> to that doctrine. And I'm so sorry, everyone. It's... Well, there's that wonderful Napoleon quote that uh, quantity has a quality all of its own. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully. I hope people liked it because it really, it was, um, it was huge. Like... No, that, that, it was fantastic. And your recaps are always amazing. And I think, oh, I think you. if people are listening to this podcast, they already know that. Oh but yeah. God, thank you. I just, I hope, I really want to find some other things to do that possibly not to the length of the Game of Thrones <laughs> ones. But, um, I just, I really enjoy. Well, so does, so does HBO. So if you have any ideas. Any ideas? <laughs> <laughs> I'll write the show and then recap the show. I write. How about That's that? That's it, exactly. Um, anyway, so we did our one minute challenge. Yes. To remember what we from from just that episode, just and episode, we can talk about the season in that's general it. We'll, we'll get there. and we'll various get there. things. But um, I think you should go first, Stu. As, okay. As, as, All right. As being awesome, Stu. I can't remember which who was. <laughs> it's been first. it's been long enough that I can't remember who was <laughs> yes. who went first last time. So let's do this. Okay. So in my minute, the top of my list: incest boat. <laughs> boat sex. <laughs> it's like it's like the love boat, but a little bit creepier. Um. Less charo. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Tyrion worried at the incest shenanigans, yes. uh, which has, a lot of people have been speculating really as to what his meaningful look actually I meant. Feel bad about not picking up on that more in my first recap, but it, just, it felt it felt weird watching it because I was like, okay, at he's looking as uncomfortable as I'm feeling about all this. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know in universe what his motivation is. And I think people have sort of put out a couple of different theories as to what it could be. Two main ones. Um, and I guess well, we talk about that now or we'll get, in, we'll get into we'll it. We'll get into we, that. We'll get into finish it. your okay. list. I'll finish my list. I have thoughts on that as well. <laughs> uh, I then wrote uh, Jorah, first of his name, King of the Friend Zone. 
Because um, once again, just bam, wall goes up. Um, oh, wall came down. Uh, blue fire. Yeah. The wall comes down. Um, now, apparently that was fire. So the this, the director of the episode said it wasn't ice breath that yeah. Viserion was breathing. It was it actually was blue, blue fire. fire. Yeah. Well, Basically just I, magic fire. It's a laser. Fire. It's a laser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's I, just I did a magic fire. I did. I've put up on my page on Facebook and on Patreon just like my thoughts. I wrote notes as I watched the episode again. And I put up there. I said, I'm, I'm so surprised I didn't make a, you know, oh, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Because it's literally <laughs> that, like that precision, like, <laughs> laser <laughs> I have a freaking dragon with a freaking laser <laughs> freaking laser beams Dr. Evil jokes still relevant <laughs> still relevant 20 still, years yeah. after Austin Powers still first came out, out still yep, relevant smashing it um, speaking of Tyrion Cersei and Tyrion had amazing scenes oh yes uh, this time around and then Cersei and Jamie later on oh my god um, Jamie you put it out you put up a, an article just just today yeah uh, there was talking about Jamie being the MVP of this, just his face work. His face work is exemplary. Like Nikolaj Costa-Waldau was just killing it. Like yeah. just absolutely, just reaction shots. And the difference, like when I was thinking about it, the difference between Jamie of, of season one and yeah. Jamie of season seven. Absolutely. The the growth, like he, he truly is, and, and we'll get to this because of something I wrote, but he, he is now <laughs> one of my dead set favorites in this series. Yeah. Um, cemented by certain actions he took. <laughs> continue, continue your list. Um, I then wrote uh, Little Fingered. Oh! <laughs> so good. So oh, good. Just, such a satisfying ending to such an unsatisfying... To spank bank yes. <laughs> Visual image that will get me through low times. Just sure. Little Finger. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's my list. So That's your list. That was my list. That's that was all list. I had. That was all I had. So my list is slightly more prosaic. Yes. Holy uh, F, it's all over. What do I do with my life? <laughs> I've then drawn what, you know, Picasso might describe as buttocks. Right. Um, with an arrow pointing at them with the word buttocks. Just I see. so you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice these buttocks because John Danny Boning. <laughs> Not cool, bro. But Jamie dumped Cersei. Hooray! Littlefinger effing bought it spectacularly. Mm-hmm. Love Sansa and Arya. Bran and Sam. Bran and Sam. Yes, yeah. of course. God, I can't believe I, did, I, didn't, I didn't even didn't, mention I that. I didn't get to... Well, I didn't get to Ice Dragon. That's, no, that's yes. The minute cut out. But um, yes, Bran. <laughs> <laughs> I became the three-eyed raven. Oh! oh that's, that's, that's nice. Not, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Good. Yeah, good to see you keeping busy. Yeah. Sam was fantastic. Oh, so good. Totally stole Gilly's theory, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You translated, dude? Yeah. What's happening there? Yeah. Anyway. Ah. So, okay. Um, As a whole, did you enjoy the episode? Oh, yes. 100%. I loved it. Um, It was a really, really good, tense episode that, again, like like we talked talked, um, about... Just the weight of seven seasons worth of story just yeah. bearing down on these characters. Yeah. And in that initial parlay scene. Which neither of us wrote down. Neither of us Dragon wrote that Pit. down. Yes. <laughs> Dragon Pit. And that was a good, what, 15 minutes of action? That was massive. Yeah. And that, that was that was the beginning of the episode. They took about just, 15 minutes just to walk there. That's it. They're all walking. There's a lot of walking action. Funnily enough, because we haven't seen a lot of walking at all this series. So they just crammed all the walking yes. into the start of this one. 
But and then we had that awesome scene between uh, the Hound and Brienne as well. Oh, about Arya. We're just just reminiscing about their little Merva baby they raised. Well, that was what it was. It was all these little moments of characters who <laughs> either hadn't met or hadn't seen each other mm. or had, but not for a long time. Yeah. And how they interacted. Totally. Um, it was it was very similar to episode six in that way, um, like the the magnif- the Westeros seven. Um, in that the start of the episode was front yes. loaded with just throwing a bunch throwing of characters, characters together. Yeah. Except the, this time around, instead of being characters that had never talked to each other, it was characters that hadn't talked to each other for ages. Yeah. And, and we wanted to see them and talk had to each other. Story um, with a capital it. S. Exactly. Yes. There was some brilliant. I mean, just to go back to Jamie, but and I wrote that in my piece today. Every time I noticed his face, where I didn't notice it the first time round. Yeah. But he, the first time is when Cersei is saying to the Mountain, "If there's trouble." Kill the silver-haired bitch first, then our brother, and then John, and then anyone else you want. And Sir and Jamie just looks like what? Yeah, he, he's got this real. And he's like, we are here to talk. You realise that? Yeah, like. And then he's looking at Brienne when they're sitting there, and she notices him looking at Brienne, and and Brienne notices her looking at him, looking at Brienne. Yeah, there's just, just these loaded looks. Loaded just... looks that really sets up when you when you know, as I did, I went back and watched it and went, Wow, they really do set up Jamie leaving at the end. Yeah. And absolutely. Like, Rack off your mole <laughs> Don't care, you're knocked up, but you he scrag. Just, he just had the, his his whole it, it felt for, for Jamie especially, just his whole as soon as he saw that white, he was like, Well what are we doing? Yeah. Like, let's go deal with this. Yeah. And he can't understand why everyone's still playing the game. He's yeah, he's really become um, all, all of the stuff that's happened to him has stripped away all of the ego and arrogance that yeah, he had. Absolutely. You know, after he became the Kingslayer, and he, he's, you know, as I said, the Jamie of season one was very arrogant and like, yeah, I'm the Kingslayer. Okay. Well, he like, was literally Prince Charming from Shrek. Like, he looked yeah, almost identical. He did, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, so he, he had that, yeah, screw you. I've. You know, I've I've got armor on the inside as well as the armor on the outside. No one touches me. Rah! I only care totally, about Cersei. Yeah. And then he goes through this big journey <laughs> as a character. His arms cut off. He meets Brienne. He's he's changed, and he's um, all of that is stripped away. And all of a sudden, he's like, I don't. Like he goes being backwards the for king's... a season. It's kind of annoying. But then he, he he gets back on the path again. It's great. Which one? Well, you know, he kind of he don't, he did like he was on that path, and then he kind of just went back to hanging around Cersei for a season. But that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's that's sort of the point, and that's what yeah. Elena said earlier in the season. You know, she's poison; she'll destroy you. Yeah. And it's like he finally wised up and went, "Yeah, yeah. what are you doing around you, bitch? I'm bugging out." And I love the fact that when he left and he rode away, he put a black glove over his gold hand, you know, yes. so people wouldn't recognize it. And he was in black, and we've never seen Jamie in black. He's always been in the white of the white That's cloaks it. or the golden red of Lannister. You know, he well, except for that time he was on the road with Brienne in, in rags. Yeah, just in just in filthy rags. Yeah, he's always been sort of polished, and now he's got salt and pepper through his hair. He's older. He's hmm. he's grittier. He's, he's seen not stuff. the pretty boy. He's been boy. through some stuff. And you know, black is t- is traditionally the colour you wear when you go north to the wall. So it that is thematically, true. does fit. But is he going north to the wall, or is he just going to Winterfell? That's well, he's what going. I got the he's going north, that... and I th- I think like you know he is. Yeah, yeah, he's just sort of he's black. Black is this. Black is the colour you wear when you leave your house behind. Yeah. And go go north. Yeah, yeah. So and I he think didn't want to be recognised yeah. at any kind of trace because there was Lannister. You know, sigils and badges and imagery all over him. Like his shoulders mm. armor was a lion face. Yes. 
That makes sense, Natalie. Good words. His shoulder <laughs> armor was a lion face. The, I, someone with military knowledge will correct me on the terminology, but the I want to say epaulets, but I don't think that's yes, correct. Yes, I, I, I feel like maybe epaulets is it, but anyway, there's lions all over him, and all of a sudden he was just black, anonymous, going up to sure. see Brienne. <laughs> what will happen possible, when Torment comes possible. south? Well, if if Torment is still alive, which he has, he's to be. still alive. He's got to be. He's got to be. He's still al- he and Beric got are still be. alive. I love the I love the memes that were immediately came out after that episode of people like oh, were there? like uh, people of people like with a giant snow shovel going <laughs> torment torment. Uh, they I think they had a shot of him kind of looking in awe yeah, at the crumbling wall. That felt so. very tacked on, as if they wanted to build some tension, as if like a giant, as if the army, as if the wall crumbling and and everyone and the army of the dead finally breaking through south. That's not so much of a surprise to us, though. That's that's got a weight of inevitability about it. Yeah, but Tormund being like alive or if dead. Tormund and Beric are, are in trouble. That's got more suspense yeah. to it. Uh, but it feels like a decision they maybe made in the editing suite because it felt weird. Oh, okay. It felt weirdly cut together. And it wasn't clear exactly where on the wall they were. Oh, now, Stu, that reminds me. Just yes. talk to the nice Okay. Na- Natalie is rummaging oh. through her stuff. So I have a present for you. Oh. I have a present for you from... Oh, I have an actual present. This is just a Oh, I can't write. Okay. So this is, a pre- this is a present for you uh, from Wyndham Hotel. Ah, uh, yes, yes. In, mm-hmm. in, in, take a look at Thank that. Thank you very take, much. Take yes. a look at this business mm-hmm. card. Yep. Just turn it over. Then we turn it around, and who is it? It's the Windham Wizard. It's the Windham Wizard, who is Tormund. <laughs> who is Tormund. In a blue suit with his great big ginger beard. And they have why life he size... If he's the wizard, why don't they have him like dressed as a wizard? I don't, I don't understand why Two he's dressed in like a... Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's got like a puff of smoke or something coming out of his I hand. Guess. Like he's conjuring a puff of but smoke. But otherwise, he's in a very dapper blue suit. Very dapper. Blue and red. Good colours. But there are life-size standees of yes, Tormund in those, hotels yeah. across America. <laughs> and both Greg and Dan from the Smart Enough to Know Better, po- know Better podcast, who both in America, saw these standees everywhere. And yep. Greg was just sending me photos every time he saw one. I was like, you have to try and steal one for Stu. I don't know how we get it back. I just want Stu to have a life-size Tormund cutout in his house. Just to look at was, every morning. That was just, something you knew that I needed. Yeah, just some, you know, a bit of a, a, something you can look at in the morning and just say a quiet prayer of thanks <laughs> that Tormund exists. That we live in this, the best of all possible universes. <laughs> yeah, the universe with Tormund. Um, but uh, yes, so, um, God, the wall coming down. Uh, We've jumped right there. That's <laughs> Yeah, sorry. That, that wasn't a huge surprise to me. It was still incredible and it was sure, still... Sure, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, this is clearly we saw Viserion be turned. We have to see him in action. Totally, yeah. Um, but and it I was think... incredible. And we've waited seven seasons to see this. Yeah, definitely. Because it was a, coming. Definitely. You put a, a, you, you put a, you put a giant wall there, and eventually that thing's coming down. Yeah. You know, so to see it finally happen was incredible. And everyone just moving on through. That's it. Just progressing south. It's like just just the, the sense though... of looming dread of oh here yeah. they come. So like, how did to, like to Tormund and Beric then just run keep running across the top of the wall until they get to I Castle guess because it looked like they were trying to go down like through the through the structure yeah and but and they, they do sort of you do sort of see it there is still a couple of like watch posts on yeah. the, the still standing side so yeah. I assume they're up there they're up there they'll they'll I would be very surprised if they just to, went like, out... and also they died they will have to outrun them to get back to Winterfell like they'll have to. Well, apparently you can run along the wall all the way to... Like, you can run you can all the way along Castle the wall. Black, you could run yeah. to Castle Black if you needed to. And then jump on a horse. Which is and... quite a long way. 
It's I, it like, needs to be pointed out. It is a long way. It's a long wall, but I feel like it's Hadrian's Wall where it's sort of 70 miles or something, which, you know. Oh, no, I think it's longer than that. Is like, it? Not, not too much longer. Like, like it's, not, it's not like... Like a 200k wall? Maybe, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It, 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 it's a long. It's yeah. a big... It goes all the way from shore to shore. Yeah. So it is, it is big. But you could... Apparently, you can run all the way along it. Yeah. So... Maybe that's how they get back to Castle Black. I see marathon to Castle Black. That's jump right. on a horse down to Winterfell. Hey, John. Hey, Gendry did it from from the, the lake to all the back. So. Maybe Gendry's still there. They can get him to that's run it. again. <laughs> hey, buddy, buddy, uh, Gendry, buddy. So some bad news. Mm. Walls collapsed. Okay, you might have heard it. Uh, better news. <laughs> we need your skills. Yeah. So get to running, mate. Lace up, buddy. You're running the wall. <laughs> think of it like a you know Oxford College where they run around the quadrant. Do do that. Do that. Just think of it like that. Think of it as like an achievement. Hmm. Go, boy. Go, boy. Off you jump. That made no sense. Anyway, um, so the wall came down. What else? Sh- should we talk about incest? Should we talk about the elephant in the room? The Let's incestuous get- elephant. <laughs> In the room. Let's, well, okay. let's go right there. Let's backtrack and sure. go back to the Pali sequence, which was yes. the, the Dragon Pit sequence, yeah. which was amazing and super tense and had the little bit with Euron cracking the shits and running away, yes. which wasn't. It was a fake. It was a fake out. It was a faint. Uh, and people have said they're not they're not happy with that because what, what were their plan? What was his plan otherwise? Like like what was Cersei's plan otherwise? But I think we get that in the sense that. Euron was already just like poking basically everyone yeah. trying to provoke an argument. Yeah. So some one way or another he was leaving that meeting. Yeah. You know, I think she that's... just told him, look, turn up, throw a few throw down. Be silly, you know, insult a few people. Annoy and a few then people. I'll, I'll I'll either I'll kick you out or you can storm off like rile, we'll figure rile up. We'll just play can... with it in the space. Yeah, let's just yeah. improvise. Let's yeah, just absolutely. make it organic, you know. That's let's it. not plan everything. Let's have some surprises. <laughs> but she's so when I watched it the second time, she's so like Yes, he's a coward for running. Okay, anyway, like it yeah. didn't impact her, and I—that's I, it, which makes a lot more sense in hindsight. Yeah, it makes yeah. a lot more sense. It makes me think I should have picked up on that, you know. But then also Cersei's whole manner during that meeting was like nothing flaps me. Whatever, except I am for except for the the, the blue white. eyed white. She which actually genuinely had, freaked her out. Had the decency to look scared. But then she she snaps right back and she's like, "Well, yeah. okay, so that's fun, but and the what are we going to do?" The reason is. She says, okay, fine. How about I help you as long as John goes home, shuts up, stays quiet, and doesn't now, decide. Honestly, is this the dumbest thing that John has done? I think so. Like when like, you have me and a, you know, and a, a, a lifelong dedicated stalker slash yeah. fan committed John Snow a file. John Snow a file. <laughs> John Snow fan. Um you know, I'm committed. I've been there. Although I must say, I can I be really honest? I, <laughs> You know how I told you before the show started where I was like, I actually am like, I love him so much. And sometimes it just, <laughs> it just hits me that I love him so much and it hurts. And now I'm like, he, he's, I can't believe he did that. Like, it, like I literally <laughs> like had you're the genuinely, res- I've had the response, you know, I still have him on my phone as my, as my phone homepage, <laughs> but every time I see it, I'm like you just a little bit. He betrayed hurt. me. I I need to find another image for my. Maybe I should put Sansa on there because she's so freaking queen. That's it. But I'm like I just feel betrayed, you know. But so many people were ex- and it, 
go back to the thing before we go back to go, right. before we go to John and Danny and <laughs> Daener John or whatever it's called Generis Generis freaking shippers <laughs> names Tormian we I mean look, that's look Tormian, Tormian for life that's Tormian fine. for yeah. life John Eris freaking <laughs> bull crap he, he literally, I literally had the thought of going, just shut up, John. Like, and I normally don't do, I normally go, you know what? You might think it's a bad decision, but I support John uh, and he's uh, being morally truthful and I support that and I'm on board. Right. And this time I'm like, John, just sip the lip, just sip, zip. Just, just say, just zip. cross your fingers behind your back and say yes yep. and get the support and get, because he's even said nothing else matters. This Nothing is the else end matters. game. And yeah. Victory is in sight. That's You've almost right. convinced Cersei. So I'm just going to say, uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. I'll totally do I'm that. I'm going to go to Winterfell and I'll man the forces from there. Um, 100%. Now, there was a there was a moment where Danny said something to Cersei about why him, why not me? And she says something about, I, I, if you agreed to it, I would trust you even less. But I'm asking him because he's Ned Stark's son. I didn't quite understand yeah. well, I think- why Danny said... Why him and not me? It's like, well, clearly she is picking a side. She's the other queen. She, she, yeah, she is the other, I guess. the other side. Anyway, call in if you know what that means. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but, but he can't. And it's like, you're like, you're literally watching him in slow motion going, oh, you're about John, to you do idiot. this, aren't you? You're really doing this. And what this is, this is the one time, though? but it's the one time in the series where it genuinely feels like a selfish decision rather than a noble decision. Like he has said multiple times that like nothing else matters, but when a push comes to shove, he can't let go of his personal he, Well, honor. he doesn't play that game. That's right. But And so I do, ex- I do see your point, yeah. but at the same time, he was doing his own thing, sure. like, which he's always done. Yeah. He, to the point where even when the stakes are so high, he's like, well, no. And then he does explain it. And he says, look, all we've ever done is lie to each other. And the problem is that's... Yeah, but that, doesn't, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you need more bodies to help you fight yeah. the, the army of the but dead. What was gratifying is that so many people were like, yeah, you shouldn't have freaking done that. <laughs> you know, it's just like this little comment from Davos going, I, I wish you hadn't have done that. And then, and then Tyr- I'm surprised Varys didn't chime in because Varys just sat there silently the whole way through, which is very out of character, mm. not even a pithy kind of retort. Um, but uh, Tyrion's like, you know, like, John, I like you, but I hate what you're doing. And there's nobody ever thought, to, to, you know, you never thought to lie just once. And then even Danny's like, look, I appreciate it. And thank you. Yes. Thank you for the respect that you're showing me as your queen. <laughs> but dude, my dragon died. Yes. So can we wrap this up? That's right. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like they lost a dragon getting that white. Yes. You know? One. Just one. all to convince Cersei to help them. And John just scuttles it. Yeah. With one, like he, he should have said, with one no where he should have said yes. Yeah. So then, anyway, Crazy. he and Danny have their little conversation about, you know, oh, well, what about, uh, you know, we we didn't have the dragons anymore, so we grew small, we we became like everyone else, and he's like, you're not like anyone else, <laughs> baby. She's like, oh no, I just I have better plats. Mm. <laughs> and oh god. But then he, but then he says one of the best lines of the entire series, which is she she says, oh, you know, I can't have children. She says it again and. Oh yeah, and he's who, like, who told, who you, told that? you that? The blood witch who, who tried to who, <laughs> who murdered, murdered my, my husband. My husband. As he was you like, do. <laughs> have you ever considered that she wasn't the best source of information? And that's and, yeah, yeah. And look, True. well, that basically just 
lights a big flashing neon sign yeah. saying, hey, we're going to get a Targaryen baby coming Yeah, soon. oh, gross. <laughs> it's a whole Philip of Spain vibe happening. Yeah. <laughs> Philip of Spain? One of the inbred nobles of the... Oh, right. Look him up. He looks he looks inbred. Oh, even in the... oh you're saying he looks... Yeah. Philip II? Uh, I think it was Philip II. One who yeah. married Queen Mary of England. Uh, no, 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 no. There was there was a Another Philip. One? There was a different Philip. I think it might have been Philip the Fourth or something. He he was severely inbred. Right. Uh, I, th- I think uh, an apple uncle, juice or a straw. I, yeah, kind I think of I think an, an uncle married a niece. Uh, and well, a similar situation. Well, I'm saying and, so. You know. Yeah. So later on. Oh, so just to, the little bit to bridge that. They're back on Dragonstone mm. in a flash. And John's like, I think we should sail to White Arbor and then get... I don't know why John's become a beetle. Uh, I think we should go to Strawberry Fields and then Penny Lane. <laughs> it's a very bad impression of a beetle. But uh, yeah, so he's... he's, he's let's, let's go to White Harbor and then we ride to Winterfell together. It sends a good message and Jorah's like, hey, maybe you should fly. You have a dragon. Yeah. You just turned up late at the dragon parley because you were on your dragon and you kind of made that a big entrance. Maybe That's do it. that again. Do that again. And, and, you know, under no circumstances spend lots of time with jo- with John on a ship. Yes. Uh, and know, try like, to avoid that. I'm not coming to conquer the North. I'm coming to save the North. We'll save, sail together. And just, again, all the looks and she kind of is like, she sort of half smiles. Jura, Jura like, literally like deflates. He's yeah, like, oh. it is. And I think I made the joke about the Ralph Wiggum. Look, you can see the moon in his heartbreaks. He's like, oh great. Well, they're going to be. <laughs> well, obviously joining the him. joining the zero stupid stupid Jura stupid. zero what is it zero <laughs> zero feet sea level club. <laughs> that was the, <laughs> Sea level club, sea level club, as opposed yeah. to the Mile High Club. <laughs> the sea, they'll be they'll be getting Davy Jones's locket. I don't know. I tried to write a whole lot of boat there's puns. A, there's a little man in a boat pun somewhere. I've but, been yeah. making little man in a boat puns about John <laughs> since Hard Home. Yes, dude. that's right. There's, I've made so many little man in a boat jokes, but I had to find something different. So it was just like boat puns mm. dropping anchor. I don't, I don't know. Um, Hoist the mainsail. Yes, exactly. Mm. Splice the main brace. <laughs> reverse amidships I, I, yeah six generations of nautical family i come from and can i think of good sea puns you know i did my best i did my absolutely best. yes i think my dad would be 100%. proud if he understood what game of thrones is oh speaking of which update on my mum because while i was away my oh mum, yes my mum was here babysitting the cats yeah and she got into game of thrones she got it so they have if you look over there there is a brand new bluetooth player sitting on on the sideboard there right? because I don't have a Bluetooth player. Now I do. I can throw my dodgy CD that doesn't actually show any. You put a CD in and you can press play, but you, you don't know what's playing or when. That's literally, <laughs> it's a very old DVD player. Um, so she got the Bluetooth of Game of Thrones. Do you mean and Blu-ray? Blu-ray. Oh Blu-ray, God, right. sorry. Yes. Blu-ray player. You kept saying Bluetooth and I, I thought it might be like a, some remote no, setup sort no, of thing. No, no, it's Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Okay. Sorry. Right. This is how out... Of CDs, <laughs> I am, and I tried to say, look, I have it on streaming. You can just watch it on streaming. You don't need to buy the. Yeah. Anyway, it's too hard for her to work streaming, so sure. she's not good with the controllers. So she has the Blu-ray, and I said to her, "Can we do a podcast? Or can I do a live chat with you where yeah. I interview you about Game of Thrones?" She's like, "Oh no, no, because I don't know who anyone is." <laughs> <laughs> 
And I said, where are you up to? Where are you up to? And I think from what I could understand, she was maybe halfway through series two. Right, okay. Possibly. Yeah. I The only thing I remember asking her is, oh, so King Joffrey, have you got him or, or Prince Joffrey? I think he's king by then. Yeah, he's king by then. Um, and she's like, oh, yes. Oh, he's wonderful. And I was like, what? She went, oh, he just really makes you hate him. He's, oh, he's really good. Fantastic. And then she, uh, I think I asked her about Danny and she was talking about, oh, yes. Uh, yes, I saw her. She was having a, a beautiful reception, a garden party. And, uh, and she was in a beautiful gown at a garden party. And I was like, what is she talking about? And it's when she's in Carth. Yes, in Carth. Yeah, that, you know, I, yeah. I had to think back and go, and I was like, have you been watching Jane Austen in Denmark? She, she that... literally remembers the garden party <laughs> with the she, nice dress. She's, she's at a garden party and she meets a strange lady in a face veil that we never see again. No, we never do see again. And we, we have, haven't we seen We have not revisited again. that storyline at all. But she gave her some cryptic advice, which yeah. has been followed. So I guess you could sure. tie that bow. Sure. Um, so yes, my mum, I will try to at some point do like a Facebook live with my mum mm. about Game of Thrones, but she's so shy. She'll be like, oh no, I couldn't well, possibly, I couldn't get, possibly. Well, at least get her, on, get her on a podcast then. And, I and would that way it's to. just you talking to her. But she gets nervous not. and she goes, but I don't, I don't know. Like you should have seen her when I was asking her. She sort of had this very defensive body <laughs> language going, it's very good, but I don't, I don't know who anyone is. <laughs> I was like, Okay, so what about Ned Stark? Do you remember Ned Stark? Mm. And she said, oh, yes, he died. <laughs> and I said, yeah, and it was sort of unexpected, wasn't it? She said, I, do, yes, I don't mean to speak ill of your I mum, but it sounds like you were talking to a five-year-old. Yeah, well, it he, is. He died. It is, because <laughs> you've got to understand my mum is Jane Austen or bust. <laughs> this is what I, and she can get into the deep, deep... Meanings of Jane Austen, yeah. whatever, as, as, as superficially deep as Jane Austen is, in a brilliant way, of course. But yeah, when she said she wanted to watch Game of Thrones because she'd seen some on a flight, I was like, I don't know that this is your jam, Mum. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you'll appreciate the costuming, but like, go for it. Like, yeah. good on you. But totally. of course, my dad's just like, it's garbage. It's garbage. Anything you like is garbage. <laughs> garbage. It's his favourite phrase. What's this rot? What's this rubbish? Garbage. So thanks, Dad. And I'm like, oh, well, I do recaps, Dad. And, you know, some people actually pay me for them. They like them so much. And, and <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sort of contributing in some small way with some very silly writing. You know, I'm just kind of adding to the world's collective imaginative history. You know, Dad? And he's like, garbage. <laughs> it's all garbage. What does Dad like? Classical music, Beethoven, uh, speedboats, other boats. Mm. Uh, some some good war documentaries. Right. Yes. Loves a war yes. documentary. A ver- he's, he's a very Beethoven. he's a very daddy dad. It he's sounds a bit like of a daddy it's, dad. Yeah. But he loves classical music. Do dads like like my dad doesn't? No, have no, a, not necessarily. My yeah, dad doesn't have true. like a man cave with mm. with dodgy dad slogans. But he's, he likes a good war documentary. He likes, likes a, a war documentary. Yeah. Uh, likes a good film. Generally about classical music, if it can involve <laughs> classical. He loves classical. Loves music. Amadeus. This is the thing. Um, no, any movie about Beethoven or composers oh, okay. Oh, okay. or something right, like that. Yeah. He's just mad for classical music. Right, okay. Um, and uh, I took him to Gilbert and Sullivan. Oh, very nice. Yes. Opera Queensland did that, took him to that. Mm-hmm. He didn't mind a bit of bit of GNS, a bit of light operetta. Yes. <laughs> um, I've taken him to a few other things, but he's a big fan of the opera, big fan of classical music. Me? Um, boobs and, and 
stuff in Game of Thrones. And dragons and you know, I assume my dad, <laughs> tits and dragons. Yeah, I assume my dad would be up for the boob part, but you know, the dragons obviously are a turn off. A bridge too far. Bridge, a bridge, <laughs> like a bridge over dragon waters. Um, where were we, Stu? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> we're, we're, so, we're so deep in the woods of Westeros. Incest is where we yes, were. Yes, we were. Incest is where we were. So I was a little devastated by... Really? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you saw you were, my reaction video. You were devastated by it. So many people were excited. So many of the shippers. A lot of people were, were really into it. So into it. Like super into it. And I feel like... That whole meme of season one Game of Thrones, incest, gross. Season seven Game of Thrones, incest, bring Great, on. yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not the reaction that I had to it. I was actually really happy. And I, we talked about this in the little mini so that we recorded. I was really, really happy. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> well, let's go over it <laughs> Tell again. Tell me what I said. Yeah. We, I was really happy with how the show handled that because the whole series, the whole season, they've been putting these little hints that John and Danny are going to hook up. Ugh. Right? And I didn't know how the show wanted me to feel about that because it played it as a straight romance. Right? It was playing it as like, you know, two powerful, attractive attractive young young people people. like being thrust together. Uh, and, <laughs> did you have to use the word thrust? I, I, I did. I Damn didn't. It. No, I didn't. But I did. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, that, that's the situation that they find themselves in. And, and you know, they, they the, what happens in those situations happens. And it felt like the show wanted us to be on board with that. Right up until the last Literally episode. on board with that. Exactly. <laughs> right up until the last episode where they choose to put the revelation that... Yeah. Danny is John's aunt as they're hooking up, yeah. right? And that was the point Not where I was like... Not just hooking up in the full yeah, naked yeah, throes like, of passionate love. Like 100% naked. It wasn't even just them like leaning in for the first kiss and you then you what, leave though? the rest to imagination. It's like, no, no, here's some very perfectly sculptured buttocks for you to look at as they approach Auntie Town. Yes. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I thought they should have been going at it a lot harder. I'll just say that right now. Because the way with the way they talk about it in interviews, if this boats are rocking, if the boats are rocking, don't don't. No, bring... well, the, the whole point is it's supposed to be tender, like it's loving, as opposed to just frantic. But but the way they talk about it, it's like it is just frantic, like like it's two incredibly attractive people who are incredibly attracted to each other, and the way both of them and the director and the writers all talk about it, it's like this is this inevitable thing that's going to happen where they just have this chemistry and they just sort of crash together. I don't and, feel like they had that much chemistry. Well, they, they kind of don't because they're the two worst actors on the show. But hey, they, hey, <laughs> hey. But you know, if that's the way the show wants to go, I feel like they could have sold it a bit better. It was very, it was very sort of, you know, intimate and loving in in many ways. Like like it was two people sort of finding each other after after you know thinking they were alone for so long, and it was really touching. Except for the fact that they were they're closely related. <laughs> And the fact that the show then throws that at you and says, nope, nope, related, aunt, nephew, not cool. And I think I saw a lot of memes, which is like, right now, Bran is watching them doing this as he's explaining to Sam. He may be the three-eyed raven, but he is still a teenage boy. Yeah. I would just throw that out there. He went off to the godswood to have a quiet walk. (laughs) Bran, what are you doing? Shut up! Go away! Leave me alone! Shut up! I've told you to knock! There's no, a twig or something. Yeah, it's, there's no door here. It's a giant forest I don't, inside a castle. I don't know what you... Just go away! <laughs> Pass 
me more socks. <laughs> more wolf skins. More wolf skins. God, now you imagine Brand's go like the way he like turned to, to Sam to go, I become the three-eyed raven. I just have the imagine him going, I like to watch <laughs> what what sexual encounter through history would you like me to look at? Because I'll look at all of them. I'll look at all I've seen all of them. I have a lot of time. <laughs> I, I quit mostly, school <laughs> to become I the mostly just sit in this room. <laughs> sit in this room. Not all of me is paralyzed. <laughs> Um, we also got that really cool flashback uh, to, to Rhaegar Leanna and Rhaegar's yeah, uh, and, wedding. And Rhaegar had like the same hair as Viserys. He literally had the same hair as Viserys. I was actually kind of annoyed. I was he, disappointed. He looked a lot like Viserys. And he, I understand I what they're doing. him almost. Yeah, like, like I understand what they're doing there. But the impression that you got about Rhaegar was that he was a very dashing, handsome yeah. prince. And I feel like they, they went for the visual, like... Touchstone. It's like, oh yeah, he's he's related to that guy. But maybe what that was the better choice. Maybe it was because all this myth about Rhaegar and the way he's portrayed in all the fan art is this very big soldiery person. But from yeah. what I understand, he only became a soldier because he read a prophecy or something and went, yeah. I have to become a soldier. But now, apparently he was he always was, more bookish and musical. But apparently he was a very good soldier. Apparently he was just one of those people who, if he tried to do something, he would become very good at it. Oh God, I hate those people. Yes, exactly. Those people are the worst. <laughs> but you're right that, that he was naturally a very bookish person and he was like oh apparently i must become a yeah a soldier like imagine you know dickon yes tarly but with the brain of sam yes you know like sam tarly is like well hello i'm a little bit chubby and i like books so that seems to that seems to match but imagine if if, if randall tarly had had dickon as his first son he was like look i'm just a hulking man beast yes but no, I'm sorry, Dad. I'm not interested in hunting and fighting. I just want to be here with my stories <laughs> and my quills. I'm very sensitive, Dad. I'm not, look, I know I can crush walnuts with my butt, but it's just not what I want to be. It would have been more, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But there's still time for Sam. He could work out. He could join a gym, you know. Totally. Not that I want him to. I'm not saying he has to for me to love him. Hang on, are you are you <laughs> redirecting your affections now to Sam? Is that no, how this is working? I or? feel like I feel like they're moving to Jamie, which is kind <laughs> of weird because it is so well, weird. Well, actually, no, it's not, so not that weird. weird. Not that, that I'm weird. literally going. I just don't know if I can trust you anymore, John. I mean, <laughs> you've clearly moved on, and <laughs> moved I, on. I guess <laughs> this is what I mean. There's a, there's a whole it's ocean not, of assumptions in that in the phrase "moved yeah, on." It's not sensible. <laughs> it's not sensible. But it's how I feel. Like this, like, oh, I guess John's not interested then in me. So maybe, you know, like Jamie might be on the market now. <laughs> As I said in my recap, he, you know, we had, wow, we broke the incest cycle, the twincest cycle. Yeah. Maybe the show has a rule that there can only be one incestuous relationship <laughs> at a time because. That's, yeah. Oh, gee, one just started up again. Yeah. I started up for the first time. But uh, yes, yeah, so I'm like, Jamie. Good show. Absolutely. Stop the incest. That's it. Good for you. <laughs> Maybe we could have something together. I don't know. Maybe that could be a thing. I don't, I don't know. Before we leave John and Danny, um, Tyrion... Do we want to talk about Tyrion, his perfectly rounded buttocks? Because oh, it was... Look. Look, even I was impressed. I'm sitting there going, well, he's, he's not been skipping squats. That's yeah. amazing. That's <laughs> so, really good. This is the thing. I was so, and I, I posted a reaction video. It's on the Facebook page if you want to have a look. 
I, I, I was so shocked when it, because it, it just, I, they walked into the room and it was like, okay, well, I thought maybe it would be them kissing or maybe sort of a, a robe being undone or something. Nope, so straight, no, no, to, straight to full naked. Full naked on the bed. <laughs> and I was so shocked that I was holding my notebook up in front of my face. I, yes, I know. Like I've a five-year-old. You, you had it on your head like a hat that you were trying to hide under. Yes, that like, was... keep it away from me. Keep it. <laughs> so I didn't pay attention to the spectacularness that was Jon Snow's buttocks hmm. because and then when I put my recap out like all the first comments were all like dad ass though <laughs> <laughs> and I sort of had to look back and go oh yeah I guess I guess he did have a nice butt and then apparently it's so nice it fits the golden ratio <laughs> I saw that yeah yeah I saw that I got sent that article so many times I'm like <laughs> I really missed the Zinkais moment I just I've let everybody down <laughs> been so focused on abs i totally missed the buttocks well to be fair abs were always your thing and, and like abs didn't really feature it was definitely a buttock heavy episode it was a in butt terms moment of John. yeah it was <laughs> it was all about that base about that base no treble no treble no treble <laughs> no treble so Yes, then, so, so the buttocks. So, yes. well, did you want to say anything about the buttocks? No, no, I've, said I've, I've said well, okay. all I need to say about the buttocks. They are very nice. <laughs> we'll Kit Harrington is a very good looking man. We'll do a whole separate podcast about the buttocks. <laughs> totally. Uh, Tyrion's creeping. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's straight creeping <laughs> outside that door. Um, Your theories. Now, well, there, well, there's two major theories that are out there. Um, one is that Tyrion has made a secret deal with Cersei. Yeah. Um, and he's feeling guilty about that. And so that, that was why he's sort of standing outside Feeling guilty door. about the deal? Or, or feeling, guilty feeling or, more like, oh shit, is this going to put my deal Or that's right, exactly. So Because Cersei had sort of accidentally, question mark, revealed to Tyrion that she was pregnant. Mm. And so the theory goes that She threw Tyrion, down and he picked up on what she was throwing Exactly. Out. So she, he sort of said, listen, if you get out of the way and let Daenerys be queen your kid can be her heir. And that's the deal that we'll make. Um, and he's now thinking, well, crap, if Daenerys gets pregnant, that throws everything out, out of whack. So that's one theory. The other theory, which is much less likely, is that Tyrion has always been and is now secretly in love with Daenerys. And yeah. he's, now, he's now sort of in a Jorah situation. I don't think that's as credible. I don't I think, think it's the Cersei either. thing is a lot more plausible. I actually feel like... And, and, you know, maybe I'm being too stupid and not conspiracy theory enough. I, I honestly felt like, is he just concerned for how this emotional development will affect Danny? Because maybe. It could be just that. Because he Game says, of Thrones fans do overthink things, yeah, well, as he, we'll talk about. He says to Cersei about Danny, he, she, he said she wanted to bring you fire and blood. Mm. And so she's like, well, why didn't she? And he's like, she knows herself. She chooses an advisor who can check her. And I guess for me, it's like, okay, well, Tyrion is currently her hand. Yes. He advises her. What does this mean for him if John is coming into the picture? And if yep. they then, if something serious develops and they marry, where does that leave him? And also, if Danny gets emotionally invested in John, how will that affect her and what she chooses to do in sure. terms of making the world a better place. So part of me wants to think that it's actually just him going, shit, this wasn't part of my plan for her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, you know, I'm sure he would have thought about alliances and stuff like that, but 
a marriage alliance is different to an emotional love That's affair. right, yeah. And so I guess for me, because she dumped Mario like mm. that. Like that. When she needed to. Totally. And she says that to Tyrion. I was just able to dump him, you know, and he said, like, you're making the right choice as a leader. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, it was a case of going, oh, huh, what if she really likes him? And also, Tyrion really likes John. So in a way, true, yeah. I feel like he's a bit conflicted that, hang on, these are two characters or these two people that I like. <laughs> It'd be weird if Tyrion thought of them all as yes, characters. characters yeah. <laughs> I'm in the, I, I just always feel like I'm in this weird story, guys. Does anyone else... <laughs> Does anyone else ever feel like this is all just being... Does anyone feel like we get from place to place really quickly yeah. all of a sudden? Like, it used to take a lot longer to travel places, right? I mean, do right? you even remember the, the ride here? The yeah, sailboat like, ride? We were just... I'm we sure we did it, but I stadium. cannot remember anything about it. It's really it's weird. Like we woke up here. Um, so, I part of me just thinks it's him going, ah, now, how does this... How but do we do this? That, that is probably the most likely explanation. I don't necessarily rule out anything to do with Cersei because yes. it was very deliberate that he said you're pregnant and then that scene and then that scene is done and, and then, then we see him Cersei come back and Cersei comes back and says and a deal sure. has been done in yeah. some way of course she's she immediately breaks, breaks the deal because she's Cersei <sighs> she's the worst and therefore the best and then, she's pretty great and then her plan backfired because Jamie's like he was so excited about going up north. Too. I know. He had all his generals and they're like, okay, you're going to go here and you're going to go and we're going to kill ourselves some bastards. And she's like, um, you're the stupidest Lannister. <laughs> and again, his face was like, what? What, what, what? Me no go fight? <laughs> me, me, Jamie. And he, and he keeps talking about how he made a promise. And I was like, you didn't make a promise. Cersei made a promise. Yeah. You made no such promise. That's you, right. If she breaks it, that's not on you. But he's like, no, I made a promise. I'm going to go... F-. He, you know, as, as as Brienne said, fuck loyalty. Yes. Excuse my language. And, um, but, but the, the but fact the that she that said he, that... He then does, I guess, he, he breaks his loyalty to, yeah. to Brienne, but he actually shows loyalty to himself. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. made a... A loop there, yep. bringing it back to some totally. wellness, you know, some totally. self-love coaching there for Jamie. Um, what else happened in this episode? Oh, Kyburn picked up the hand, was very He seemed in. very into it. He was like, hello. The hound and the mountain. Yeah. In a, in a, Clegane Bowl. People kind of freaking out about that. I was like, that seems very contrived and inappropriate use of, well, why is he doing this right now? To me, it did actually seem weird. Like, why was that the first thing that happened in that? Yeah, he kind of just goes needed, straight up to him. I think they needed they, to get him out of the way so it, he yeah. could bring up the package. Exactly. But it, it was... I actually thought that too, that it was a bit odd. But yeah. But then, you know, Clegane Ball. We came for that. Sure. Um, let's talk Littlefinger, Sansa. Absolutely. Winterfell. Um, because, by God, I think that was my favourite scene. Totally. A very satisfying end to the most unsatisfying plot thread in this series. Like, like this, this season. The whole Arya yeah. Sansa sibling rivalry thing that was happening. Yeah, because they haven't had a huge <clears throat> amount to do, really. No, they've been dealing with just the realities of a family coming back together after a long time. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, like last episode, the one we watched together, and we yes. were like, "What are they doing? What is yeah. going on?" And all these people were saying they are just totally setting this all up. And I thought, but they, they're having conversations in closed rooms together, yes. like. How if they're doing it for someone's this, benefit, like, yeah, exactly. How is he seeing this? And That's I, right. I feel like it would have been good to have some kind of, you know, 
scene of Littlefinger just passing by a door or... That's it. Or, or at least, if not him, then like a servant walking past, listening, yeah. going back and reporting to him. Oh, there. Having said that, that would have taken away from the whole, how do you defend these charges? But, Lord But no it, no, it wouldn't have because it, it would have been, you would have thought for the whole time, oh, Littlefinger's pulling the strings. He, he knows that he's manipulating these two girls into oh, right. being yeah, in each other's yeah. throats. And then way. right at the end, at least that way you could say, okay, they were playing him the whole time. Yeah. But instead, they were by themselves in almost all of those scenes. Littlefinger is never shown anywhere near them. So we can only assume they were literally like saying those things with no pretense to each other. And then right at the end, Sansa sort of came to her senses and said, hang on a second. Like, and, and I think that's what that whole scene of, like, you know, I always assume the worst yeah. was about, was her finally twigging, hang on a second. Yeah. If I do that to you, what do I get? I get an incredibly manipulative person who's risen through the ranks through his own deviousness and cleverness. Yeah. Who would quite happily ensure that either my sister, myself, or both of us are dead and he takes over control of the entire North. That seems really plausible all of a sudden, you know? Mm. So that feels like... And apparently they left out a scene. They actually filmed a scene that they cut for time because the episode was so long anyway. Mm. They cut it uh, and it was a scene where she actually goes to Bran and and says, hey, so about Lord Baelish, and then they cut away. Yeah, and that was the satisfying thing about Bran being there at the end because we hadn't seen them all three since probably ep three or whenever Arya got back, yeah. actually all talking to each other. And That's right. So it was nice to go, oh, so they did have a powwow and they put together all their various pieces and went, hang on, well, you saw this and you and Bran was yeah. just like, you held a knife to his throat and said, I told you not to trust me. You're done, bitch. Yeah. You're done. And then when I rewatched it, I saw all these fantastic moments. Like when Arya first walks in, before Sansa even speaks to her, she looks over to the side where Littlefinger is. So she's like checking that he's there. Absolutely. And then during that... And on first watch, you think that's her just going, oh, okay, you're here. Yeah. But Or I'm nervous, I'm just... That's right. On second watch, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. She's being a little bit smart. And then the other thing I noticed, because, you know, people always talk about, and you've talked about how John, the man bun, is him wearing his hair. Yes, Arya's rocking the the bun. She's rocking this... 100% rocking that hairstyle. And also Sansa is too, the whole half up... For the first time, for the first time, I think, is that she hasn't really had that hairstyle before this episode. This season. Yeah. Yeah, she has. That they've started. Has, she kind of A little bit. I mean, you know, it's a, you know that sort of thing. But but they were very Definitely Arya yeah. had the, you know, the slick back top yeah. knot thing. Totally. And I went, oh my God, she's doing the same hair as John. So That's when it. they meet up, it's going to be like twinsies. <laughs> well, apparently... Arya takes after Liana. Yeah. So, you know, that's appropriate. So they, they look the same. Um, oh, gosh. what Now, you said you brought along some theories. Should we talk about... Oh, well, this is all this is all stuff to do with, like, broader stuff and what's going to happen next season. So I think we can probably get to that. We can get to that soon. Like, well, we're we're coming up to an hour recording. So okay. If we, if, we go right. into the, if we go into some theories... And talk about, because we've got to get to well, a live chat, so... First of all, what did you think of this series? Like, this season? Okay, so can I tell you something? Yeah. I, there were a bunch of um, rallies around Australia for, in favour of same-sex marriage mm. and the marriage equality, and it was fantastic, and there were there were great, great signs. These are my favourite things about any rally like this, right. the signs. Yes. And I was reading this big article, it was like 51 signs. So, so good. The final <laughs> sign said, yeah. 
this marriage equality debate is as disappointing as Game of Thrones Series 7. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't get behind I'm that sorry. one. I'm <laughs> sorry, what? I can't get behind that one. Every other sign genius, <laughs> you know, totally and the cause. Everyone, vote yes, vote yes, vote yes. Let's move on. You know, let's let's totally. get it done. 100%. Um, but that one sign, I was like, no, it Dude, wasn't no. disappointing. It wasn't disappointing. <laughs> it, there was just some fast time travel that, that if you go back and think about it, we're seeing less. We're seeing fewer characters. Sorry, Stannis. Yeah. We're seeing fewer characters. <laughs> we see them more often. Ergo, yes, they're moving faster. It's, it's just a, 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 what happens when you narrow the character absolutely down, yeah. characters down, and you start That's seeing it. the show is getting to its end game. We're, we're starting to hit the point where you know when we're, we're not having. We, we don't have this sprawling cast of characters yeah. that sort of bounce off each other now. They're all dying off. They're all dying off. So we're seeing the ones who have survived <laughs> and how they deal with the ultimate enemy. Yes, so exactly. I loved the season. Yep. I wish that it was a bit longer. I think that if they'd done eight episodes, that might have counted some of the... Yeah, like maybe just one more episode to l- one give it a bit ep. of space. Um, but also because I just really like recapping, so... <laughs> I, it's it's Why over seven? so quickly, Why it doesn't seven? Feel... Like, what was, what was that all about? Like, I think they seven just is a strange spotted number. everything out yeah. and, and went, that's, that's okay, what... Because the next episode's it. only six, apparently. Yeah, but six feature-length episodes, apparently. So, Jesus, so they're all going I'm to be... never going to sleep. <laughs> Holy crap. They're all, they're all going to be like 80, 90 minutes long. I might have uh, to up my rate. Would people, people mind if I if I said, if they're going to be feature length, could you throw me two bucks a recap? Like, or would that be weird? No. I mean, it could be the same. I just need to be more, you know, savage and totally. not, not crap on as much. But anyway, point is. This season was not disappointing. I didn't find it disappointing. There was some weird stuff in there. Yeah. There was some frustrating stuff in there, but it was, there was not disappointing. You know, there was heartbreaking stuff. Absolutely. John. <laughs> but playing with my emotions. Any season sure, that but... has the loot train battle, like, is not a disappointing season. So, so that good. was that was a that was a high point of the series itself. Yeah. Like that's one of those episodes where you point back to and go, well, that's spectacular. Like, look at that. Yeah. That's what we came here for, or at least um, that's what I came here for. Yeah. That's what we came for. Uh, it, I, I I loved it. I, I I'm I'm one eyed. I'm boss eyed. I'm pin eyed. Whatever the phrase is. I'm I'm. Sorry, did that make me sound racist? No, no. I'm not, there's like a there's a term for like when you're a super fan. You're like a pin eyed fan or a one eyed. Look look one eyed. I guess I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah yeah. Someone who's super super keen. Totally. And very biased. Yes. And I admit that I love Game of Thrones. So. I don't tend to look at it and go, oh, I'm just... And I notice that that has been happening a lot this season. People are like, no, I'm just not really into it. It's Game of Thrones. And look, but you know what? That's always going to happen. If you look at the viewing figures, this season, again, like broke records as to the amount of people doing it. Yes, A billion people... Like, there were a billion downloads... Wow. ...across the seven episodes. Illegal downloads. Illegal downloads. Wow. A billion. A billion... Like cumulatively, like for episode one to seven, a billion downloads. That's insane. That's intense. Even if, even if, if that, so even if you've divided that by seven, so each person was downloaded each app. Yes. I can't do the maths. No, I, neither can I. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a still a it's lot. It's several hundred million. I, I watched each. Hidden Figures on the yeah. plane on the way back. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. That would be a dream of mine, just to do one of those. Like, I'm going to stand in front of a chalkboard and do a complicated equation. I just and have it actually work. Yeah, and just be like this, 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 and I'm like, oh man, I that's so erotic. And I think you'll find if you carry the why. Yeah, that's so erotic to me. Just that whole like (laughs) this, 
because I can't do that. I can't do yes. that whole. Yeah, it's like plot, a magic plot, trick. Plot. It's like a magic trick. So yeah. I was like, yeah, da, 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 da. I would love, I would love to be so smart to be allowed to go. I'm gonna and the bracket x y and the cosine and the thing and the graph and, uh, and infinity and a, and a Venn diagram and voila, I've solved space. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about theories. All right. So anyway, yes. So because like Game of Thrones is enormous, there's been all sorts of theories floating around. Some of them old, some of them kind of new. The big one that has been floating around basically for a lot of Series 7, but really gained intensity as the the series went on, is that Bran is the Night's King. Yeah, I don't Um, buy it. I don't buy it either. I think it's dumb. I think it's, it's based entirely around the fact that the actor who plays the Night King looks a little bit like Bran. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. That's literally all. And they kind of wear talk the about same like, clothes. Or that's something. it. Yeah, yeah. But then people talk about like everyone the wears and... like the Night's King clothes are like what John's wearing. That's right. Exactly. It's a tunic. Yes. Over breeches. Yeah. Exactly. Big dealio, daddyo. Now this this got me. So basically, we're both on board with like no. that is a dumb theory. No. <laughs> I'm sorry if you subscribe to that theory. It's too wibbly wobbly timey wimey. That's right, exactly. Yes, I don't think they'll do it. If they do, I would actually be disappointed. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, really? That's kind of lame. I don't like that at all. So I really hope they don't. I think that there might be like a confrontation between Bran and the Night King. Totally. Yeah, they're obviously. Or he has to walk into the Night King, or you know, there's some connection there. There's There's some some sort of psychic battle or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for that, but I don't think he is. That's right. Yeah. Um. There's also the theory that. the that the Night King is actually trying to get to God's Eye, like the lake. Oh yeah. Because he's not evil at all. He's actually trying to bring all his whites back to life. Again, kind of weird. I think people are looking for a twist because so the they Night see King is like a Jesus figure. The Night King is like a Jesus figure, and except except like people don't seem to think through like what about Hard Home then? Yes. Like what's that all about? He killed a bunch of people. Yeah. In that one, and, and was turn very them happy into... to raise them up. That's right, lights. exactly. So I'm not sure. Feel like his motives would be slightly murky if that yeah. was the case. He's, Apparently... he's literally trying to bring up a white master race. <laughs> That's white right. supremacist. White supremacist. Thing. Exactly. Um, now that sent me down the rabbit hole of looking for some of the crazier theories that were out oh, there, and good. I really actually like a couple of these because they're just bananas. Drink the um, potion. Now one one that came up, and I couldn't believe that I hadn't seen it before was that Ned Stark is actually alive and will make a triumphant return. <laughs> now, the theory is that a that Varys substituted a faceless man to stand in for Ned at the execution. So we did see someone get beheaded, but it wasn't Ned. Varys spirited Ned away to do something. Now, it's been several years since the events of the first season. I don't know how, like, it's about, like, quite six a, or seven years, maybe. I feel like it's not quite as long as the show itself. I feel like maybe... Five years? Maybe five? Yeah, but it's it's years at this point. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. That's a weird theory. But it's out there. That's one of those ones. So, okay, my main issue with that is when Ned is brought out and he sees Arya and he says to Yorin from the Night's Watch, <laughs> Baylor, yes. and Yorin goes and grabs Arya and keeps her safe, how would a faceless man know to do that? Who knows? 
That's my big exactly. evidence against well, that. Exactly. Yes. All of these theories have a very easy... I mean, like, it's cute. <laughs> it's and cute. I, look, part of me would be like, oh my God, is Ned Stark's back? And if he had a reunion with the kid, like, yes, yeah. part of me loves that idea. But at the same time, I, I think that would be a jump the sh- totally. jump yeah. the dragon. Totally. Oh, Jesus. Moment. It would be so bad if they did that. But anyway, um, one of the big ones, and I feel like it got pretty severely sort of hit on this one, was uh, Tyrion is a secret Targaryen. Yeah. I feel like we don't that's not really in play anymore. Um, I never liked that. Because three dragons, three dragon riders, but now there's only two dragons. <laughs> yes. So we, and we know who's gonna ride the second dragon, it's John. Spoilers. Riding Spoilers, the dragon. it's John. He's gonna ride Rhaegal. Um, <sighs> he's already riding Danny. Oh, one that just made me laugh was that Tormund is actually Leanna Mormont's father because he told a story about having sex with a bear one oh, time. God. <laughs> that that's that's a theory that someone put like seriously put into the world because they they heard that. I mean, you'd think she'd be ginger. You would think Although so. Although it is a recessive trait. That's so right. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to see Liana fully trained up next season, killing whites. Absolutely. Like, oh, that's be incredible. what I want to yes, see. Yes, absolutely. There's, and there's, the one... there's doing equations on a on a chalkboard. That's erotic. And then like <laughs> kick ass little girls beating up people. Just beating up people. Yeah, that um, kick ass movie was. Was good. <laughs> I never one, saw the second one. No, that's right. The one that I love, and I've, I've actually, it's, it's been around for longer than you would think, uh, and it just makes me laugh every time I hear it, is that Varys is secretly a merman. <laughs> um, you've heard one. that one? Yeah. I, it's incredible. I, I haven't seen, it is incredible. I haven't seen any of the justification except for the. Apparently, piece. it all comes from the books, and I feel like you're barking up the wrong tree if you're looking at like passages from the books to justify <laughs> even stuff that. <laughs> Even if in some crazy universe, George R. R. Martin has this up his sleeve that Varys is secretly a merman, I do not think you're ever going to see that on HBO's Game of Thrones. I know, but, but what is, would be the point? Like, is it like, well, all along I've been working for the secret more. Mermaid. I've been working for the sea people. The sea people. And our secret agenda to... I don't know, just <clears throat> hang out while people well, die? That's our secret agenda. He wants to bring the wall down so that he'll raise the sea level <laughs> oh, God. and to cover the world in water. <laughs> but Whatever. Is, is that some sort of reference to the fact that he has no junk? Like, I, maybe, I think. I don't know. Or the fact that, Because, I, I mean, mermen wouldn't have junk because they've got a no, tail. exactly. So... God knows how any mermaids and mermen... Well, it would all be done with spawning, I think. Spa- yeah. <laughs> so romantic. So romantic. Just get together and spawn. <laughs> bow, chicka, wow. Hardcore spawn. <laughs> bow, chicka, wow. Anyway, that, that, was, my, that oh. was my little trip down the... Thank you for Coco, those. Cuckoo Bananas uh, Game of Thrones series. That was good. We should do more sort of taking stuff from the outside world and then... And ridiculing Ridiculing it. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, but bless people because... I first saw R plus L equals J. No, totally. Yeah, yeah, Just I, after I'd but, watched the first season and yeah. was like sort of looking stuff up and, and, and I found like a thread that was like, oh, R plus L equals J. And that's where I first heard that. Totally, and it was a yeah. fan but theory. See, that, so bless the fan it's, theory. It's so they different They sometimes though. come true. Sometimes, but that one is actually based on the text. Not, yeah. not, not just wishful thinking or this actor looks kind of like this other person but, or hey, something like that. There are YouTube channels hey, out there. There are. That are, they need content for videos, <laughs> for conspiracy theory videos. Do you want to know how desperate people are for Game of Thrones content? There is a fuzzy picture 
of what might be a Dothraki hut uh, doing the rounds at the moment, because I, I did a bit of Googling today to do some prep. Someone has taken a photo in one of the English like sets, like, and there's just like in the back of like a, a parking lot, there's like what looks like could be a Dothraki hut, <laughs> could just be some rags over some wood, right? And people are going, is th- does this suggest that the Dothraki have a role to play in season eight? I'm like, <laughs> people are super in. People are looking for anything at this point. Oh I don't even know if filming has started, but they, they no, are they're on this. I know, it's crazy. It hasn't. As far as I know, they're giving everyone a break for yeah. however long until oh. the snow falls again and then they Nonsense. start filming and whatever. There's six episodes. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's stuff that we haven't covered, but Stu, oh, look, we, we need to do another podcast at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm sure we will. About this or maybe a... I don't know, maybe some kind of Game of Thrones six seasons talking through favourites and something. I don't know. Yeah, totally. No, something no, we'll, where we yeah. get together and... I don't, I don't know. We, we if, Call in. If you have ideas. Call in. Everyone call in. We still want to do another podcast idea because I, 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 I love our podcasting chats and times and it's super fun. And uh, it's, it's, it's always the hard thing about Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh... Nobody will comment on my Facebook page and <laughs> Stu doesn't come round and laugh with me. It's just me and the cats again. They don't laugh at my jokes. <laughs> jerks. Uh, so, yes, no, I get, I've, I've got... Because I was in New York when it finished. I was like, oh, I'm just doing New York stuff now. Mm. And then I came back and I'm like, I'm no longer in New York. And also Game of Thrones is and over. And also Game and, of Thrones finished, yeah. Oh, <laughs> jet oh, lag no. and post-holiday blues. <laughs> anyway, Stu, thank you so much. Thank you, Natalie. It's been a great season. I've loved recapping it so and fun. talking about it. And we can't let a whole year go past before we start up again. So. Oh, no, we'll do something. We'll yeah, figure it out. actually, someone suggested today on my post that because uh, there's now 67 episodes that we actually just go back from the start and well, or I at least we go did back start. and do we a, did start. We did yeah. start a rewatch podcast, <laughs> but that I go back and start doing recap podcast recaps of every episode again. I don't know that people would want to watch that again, <laughs> and it's also sort of tainted with a lot of hindsight. But I mean, well, I, can, I mean, you could bring that into it. You could bring it in. Like in, in terms now of that we know. Yeah, now that we know everything that we know. But maybe, I don't know, maybe that's something that should be that might be the something, end yeah. of the... I feel like, yeah. See, I don't know, but it, I mean, it's a good idea. But we could be waiting a long time because could we be don't know exactly when Game of Thrones is coming back. It could be like late 2018. It could be 2019. People keep saying 2019. I think that would be very foolish. I yeah. think probably you starting around this, this time. Train. Yeah. Next year, I, I'm I'm sure that they will start it later, so it will be colder in the US. Yes. So they'll actually have like winter is a winter feel because yes. this is the weird thing is it's a summer show in America. It's yeah. Like a warm well, spring summer traditionally. Yeah. But this year it it's was always been a winter show in Australia. It always has is, been, yeah. but I feel like they'll move it out and they'll push it into sort of maybe September October. Absolutely. Well, so and that's the thing that they want as much time as they can to actually film these giant episodes that they're going to yeah. do. And if they need to push it back to 2019, I think they're leaving that option open. Yes. But that's not ideal. Yeah. You don't want to leave a whole year before six episodes drop. I think they'll want to get into the Emmy qualification so they can round totally. out 2019 with bang, bang, bang. 100%, yeah. This was the show and of the decade. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Eight years. 
eight years yeah. of Game of Thrones. It's crazy. I know. As I say, it's been the it's been the soundtrack to my thirties. So, uh, you know, or like I'm not actually in my thirties. <clears throat> I missed my high school reunion, by the way, the other night because I was so jet lagged. I was like, I can't go to this. <laughs> I was going to maybe stop in after another function, but I was just too jet lagged and I was like oh god it's been a long time since high school <laughs> uh, anyway um, rabbit 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 I just don't want a podcast to end but must end uh, things must end sadly and but we will come back and we'll have yes. another idea and if you have ideas about what kind of podcast we should do we've got some ideas for film things or something like that that Stu educates me in the way of film 80s commando type <laughs> action films that's one of, that's one of the ideas that one of the there. ideas we'll, we'll talk about that uh, but. but yes so uh, stay on my Facebook page uh, Natalie's Throne facebook.com slash Natalie's Throne I'll post stuff there when I have it stay engaged totally. I love people I really do makes it all thanks worthwhile. for listening guys because it's, it's thank you so much we for love doing this and, and we have had more yeah. listeners come on board this season absolutely yeah it's been great which has been really fantastic so thank you so much um, and, and uh, if you're on the Patreon I won't that will just lie dormant. You don't need to... Unsus- it's been kind of depressing. There's been a whole bunch of people just like unsubscribing. It's like, oh. But th- that's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. You're able to. But I don't. Ch- I won't charge. And if I if I was to do something different, I would give people plenty of notice. Totally, yeah. Before doing anything. But yeah. it's it's not my intention to, to do anything with that. It will probably stay dormant until... I'll post the odd thing there, but I won't be charging people until like next recaps yeah. that, that's the plan anyway but if anything changes I will give people plenty of time because I would hate people to think me 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 she just, just said this and now she's gone back on her word I just things happen you never know what might happen totally but at this point in time I have no intention to change that that setup so you can just stay there hang out and I'll be back next year but I'll be on Facebook um, I've got a show coming up at the end of the year which is going to be very fun so I'll tell everyone about that show yeah if you're in brisbane come see my show and um yeah i should have a meetup or something like a game of thrones meetup totally so Stu, as we always like to say i guess <laughs> because we've reached the end of the podcast vala mogulis the night's king is coming he is coming <laughs> on a fiery blue dragon yes yes see everyone bye guys <laughs>